Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs and our good friends and main sponsors over at Rabbit Comics. Be sure to check out their online store as well as their incredible mobile app for some of the best variants and comic books around. It is rabbitcomics.com. We are very excited to have this special guest back in the building with us, getting ready to discuss all things season two of Wall Street out now on HBO Max, as well as upcoming projects. We have the co-founder and president of Unrealistic Ideas, Archie Gipps, back in the building. Archie, thank you again for joining us. Uh, This is your second time back now. You know, first time it was right after season one of Wall Street came out. Season two just hit HBO Max. So I guess just starting off, you know, what was the experience like? You know, did you guys kind of start? Well, obviously you couldn't start right after the pandemic, but what was really different as far as recording this season compared to the first season when it was all brand new and you really didn't know what you had until the finished product, obviously? Right. Well, it's interesting because the second season, first of all, we had to wait for HBO Max to see how the show did and if it did well enough that they would pick up another season and so once, you know, it did really well uh, and they were like, yeah, we're going to bring it back for a second season. And we're like, well, we don't have like another pandemic potentially to like create story. Like, what are we going to do? Um, but, um, you know, talking with Mark and it was like, look, he's like, I'm turning 50 this year. And um, there's a lot of, you know, getting out of the pandemic and trying to get these businesses up and running. We, we felt pretty confident that be there'd be enough storyline to go around, and then of course filming this thing over the you know over several months, uh, a year plus, so many things happened in his life that were huge and instrumental in not only his businesses but his personal life. And so, if you shoot enough around Mark, you're going to get a lot of amazing stories. Yeah. So that's basically what happened. Gotcha, gotcha. How would you, how many hours would you say total that you filmed? Well, it's crazy. Uh, the ratio, I think I might have mentioned this to you guys last time. I'm, I can't remember. But usually the ratio is like for every like 20 hours of content you shoot, you should get like four or five hours out of that, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know? Okay. And this is like, I think we shoot about 300 hours of content. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the ultimate show is around five, it's 10 episodes. So it's around half hour each episode, a little less. So it's like five hours. Wow. Uh, it's an enormous. And that's because, you know, I give it to Mark's credit. He's like, I want to keep this as real as possible. What's going on? We're not faking things, which, you know, and we're not. And so we, we shoot a lot of stuff that just never sees the light of day. Not that it's not even interesting or important. It's just that we'll shoot one great scene and then maybe we'll never follow up with that person again. So there's no story to track. So we're like, okay, well, that happened once and never happened again. So I guess we can't, we're not going to follow that, you know? Okay. Basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. 
Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, spelled B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so... Other shows that I've worked on in the past, you know, you would do that. You would definitely, you know, make sure, like, because you love this scene, you're like, okay, let's go back and shoot more stuff with them so we can make that a storyline. Sorry, I didn't mean after. You know. No, you're. We're interviewing you, Archie. So, <laughs> so you can interrupt me all you want. Full disclosure, Archie. I'm not going to lie. I have not watched any of, of season two. It came out what the, where last we are reco- last week. It came out on the sixth. Right. I've been traveling for work like crazy. I was going to try to watch some last night. Neither here nor there. You know, I'm going to watch it all. I guess where I want to go with this kind of a two part question. So I'll start this way. For the fans who maybe haven't seen season one, obviously we encourage everybody to go back and watch season one. But would you say that season two kind of lives on its own or is it a continuation of everything you guys did in the first season? You could watch it on its own, but I definitely think for context, it's worth watching season one because a couple of, you know, his businesses, you'll get to understand. Sure the characters and you'll see the second season, the growth of some of those businesses and the characters. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely recommend. Plus it's so easy to like, again, I've yes. worked on a lot of shows and this is, you know, you, you sit down, you like, you're literally like making yourself dinner and you have it like on and you're watching and then it's like, boom, the next one, the next one. And before you know it, I can't tell you how many people, there's 10 episodes this season where like, yeah, I sat down to watch it at like eight o'clock and I binged the whole thing in like, you know, five hours. It's like Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I go over Beheren's house. He's always got Entourage on yeah. in the background. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Kind A lot of people say it's like the real life Entourage in many mm-hmm. ways. All yeah. right. So the, yeah. the second part of my question is this. I've seen the trailers. You're featured in one of the trailers. So my question is, you know, season one, I would say that Harry was kind of the Harry Arnett from Municipal. Shout out to Municipal. Shout out to Harry was sort of like the the co-star, if you will, kind of the second. Are we getting more Archie in season two? The short answer is yes. But the more important answer is Harry has even more screen time. (laughs) He's definitely the number two character outside of Mark and he does a great job. And a lot of it's because he's such a heartfelt guy and really lets his emotions out there. And he lets our camera crew like film everything. Um, Definitely way more Mark though. I mean, it's, I know it sounds silly, but it's more personal Mark. It's more like you're seeing other stuff. And I almost don't want to do spoiler alerts now because there's so many things that I would just immediately say to you and I don't want to ruin it for, for you or for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. But there's really impactful things that happen to Mark that he very candidly talks about, mm. um, which are like life changing things, you know, which you don't you didn't get as much of that with Mark in the first season um, just because it was more about lay, the lay of the land of his businesses and dealing yeah. with the pandemic. Now it's other you know elements that come into play. And uh, so, yeah, no, Harry is definitely and actually I'm going to do a shameless plug here uh, on your podcast. We, Harry and I, there was so much um, 
stuff that we wanted to talk about that we couldn't yeah. in the show, like actually on it, uh, you know, during the series that we have a podcast. It's a one-off special. It's just one. Yeah. And it's just Harry and I uh, talking about the show, giving a little more insight to things like, uh, and also having a few of the guests. We talked to Mark, of course, he's a guest on it. And uh, which is the feature, he's, he's awesome. He talks more about certain things. And then um, three of the other, two other characters that are on the show this season that are new characters. Nice. Um, one of them is Rosie uh, Rosalind Ross, who is the director of Father Stew and the writer. And then, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then a new business partner, Mark now has a new company called Fletch Azul, tequila yeah. company. And then also the showrunner of Wall Street, Sarah Skibitsky. Okay. Um, who offers a lot of insight of behind the scenes of, of what goes on and trying to produce the show. So it's like it's like the Talking Dead then, right? You know, they you watch yeah. The Walking Dead afterwards, yeah. they got the Talking Dead. What is the name of this podcast, Archie? Yeah, what is uh, it? It's out? called Wall Street the Podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't that, get any more uh that, less that, original, that, I guess, than that. But did, uh, didn't didn't put any unrealistic ideas budget into that, huh? <laughs> We, went, we we slapped Mark's face on it. We're like, this is good enough, right? <laughs> you, you know where your bread's buttered. There you go. <laughs> when, when is this uh, supposed to come out, Archie? It's supposed to drop. Uh, it's supposed to drop next week or the week after. We we are rookies. <laughs> no, we're not rookies. We've done some podcasts, but we kind of decided to do this very last second. That's the to be fully transparent. And so. It take, it's taken a little time to get the Marks interview set up and some of the other folks. But now we have it and it's being assembled. And um, I think it's it's pretty good. It's fun. You know, it's you get you get. And so the reason I even brought it up because it's Harry and I and you get to see which you don't see, get to see on the show. Right. Harry and I love to take the piss out of each other. So yeah. you get that dynamic on the podcast because we're never in any scenes together, of course, in the show. And this you get a get opportunity to see the two of us like what our relationship's like in a little way, you know, we're, it's really just talking about the show yeah. um, and, and some stuff that to share with fans of the show. Well, you guys are always getting your balls busted by Mark. So it's oh, like, well, or Lev. I, I need a, I need a punching bag in my life. So Harry, get your ass. <laughs> well, if you didn't get enough of Mark busting my balls on the show, listen to the podcast because he busts my balls even more. Oh, on the podcast. Man. That's, that's it's my like, favorite part of the show. Yeah. It's like, un, it's like the un, unedited version of Mark busting uh, my balls on the podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. What you got, Cranston, Annette Benning, and Rain Wilson star in Jerry and Margot Go Large. Inspired by a true story, a retiree named Jerry Selby discovers a mathematical loophole to win the lottery. He and his wife Marge use their winnings to revive their small hometown, but when a selfish college student cheats the system, Jerry must find a way to make the game fair for all. Buy Jerry and Margot Go Large on Blu-ray today, directed by David Frankel, rated PG-13. What you got, Brian? No, I think, you know, that uh, you hit it on the head, Archie, on so many things just now. This season, I, I, I it obviously gets a lot deeper with my condolences to you and the Wahlberg family, of course, yeah. for the passing of Alma. And, you know, that episode, episode four, it, it hit some nerves. Again, I don't want to do any spoilers either. You know, uh, I teared up a little bit. It was uh, incredibly emotional, especially getting some of his brothers that weren't on season one, their perspective. And I think that's what really makes the show stand out compared to others because – 
it's not just real, but everybody on there, like, is a true family. You know what I mean? You guys are all family, your friends. And I think that's where me and Sabo, you know, really kind of re- can relate to. Yeah. And there was a line in season four that Paul said that really hit home for me where, uh, you know, talking about growing up and, and, and Alma trying to make ends meet and stuff like that, where he said, um, you know, we had plenty of mayonnaise sandwiches. And I, I can speak firsthand. I, I grew up on mayonnaise sandwiches a lot for my parents working hard and trying to make ends meet. So I think this season, as great as season one is, this season really, really hit home more on family, why we, you know, how Mark got to where he was, and then especially seeing, you know, some other of his family members that we didn't get to see in season one, I think really, really stood out. That's exactly right, Brian. And it's like that, and and again, not a spoiler alert, but, mm-hmm. you know, Alma's passing you see the ripple effect in throughout the series, you know, of like how he looks at things and like what he draws enjoyment from, you know, it's like he's doing all these great things, but he's like, I didn't get a chance to tell my mom about it, you know, and you could see how much it hurts him that he can't share his, you know, success with her because she's not around anymore. And that was, yeah, that was a really, uh, that's probably the single, the one episode I'm most proud of, of, of any docu-series I've ever worked on that fourth episode if you're only gonna watch one if you got you're a very busy person and you're like I got one half hour watch episode four of season two and it, it's uh I'm quite proud of it yeah yeah outstanding work and uh, um to that you know I know you mentioned 10 episodes this season the last season I believe was only six was that something that HBO ordered you know were they like hey we'd like to get 10 episodes this year or was that was that on you guys with all the content that you had no, that's exactly right. They were like, we, you know, we love the show. It was a hit. Can you actually make 10 of them? And we were like, yeah, it's going to take a long time. But yeah, that was, that came from the network. They, they wanted more episodes. And, uh, it's, it's tricky because when you have longer series, it's like to track the storylines, it, it's, it's harder. But I, I, hopefully we did a good job. And like I said, there's so many stories that didn't make it that are, you know, that cause Mark is so involved in so many different business ideas and, and, and such. So when I look back at it, I'm like, I think we made some really good choices. Um, and I think, you know, the, really the stars of the season in my mind, you know, Harry, which we mentioned municipal, cause there's so much more stuff that's thrown at Harry. Yeah. Um, and then to the, you know, father Stu, the making of that, which I thought was fantastic because I thought it allowed, um, you know, fans of Mark to see the inside making of one of his films, which is kind of cool. Like, I always saw it as like, you know, a hard knocks, but for like making of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, Fletch Azul, which, uh, you know, Mark now is, uh, you know, a major part of where he came on with these, these two, Aron and Abe um, started this business. And then Mark came on and basically add rocket fuel to it. And it's, um, that's that's one of the major you know featured uh, storylines in the season. You want you want to, you got any more questions on on Wall Street? You want to transition just overall what's going on with Archie? It's up to you. Yeah, just just a few more because again, I don't want to give away too many spoilers because it is such a great season. You know, I will say to everybody listening out there, I literally binged through it Monday night. You know, I love the the format. I think most episodes are around twenty two to twenty four minutes. So you got time. I mean, you can literally breeze right through it. And I was rewatching some things today. Uh, just a couple things that that I guess stood out to me a little bit and just out of curiosity on my end. Did Mark transition uh, closest to the whole productions to municipal uh, production? That's a great, great question. Hmm. He So closest to the whole is his production entity. 
mm-hmm. that is attached uh, to when he does features, scripted features, right. municipal pictures because he was a financier and producer on it. So okay. Lev, Lev and Mark are my partners at Unrealistic Ideas. Right. Lev and Mark also partnered up for municipal pictures. So it's just the two of them. Okay. So Calista the Hole is still around. Okay. But it's only I, I believe he might transmission he might transition everything to municipal pictures. I'm not sure. Okay. But I think it's stuff that only they are financing and producing as opposed to like if it was a studio film, then it would just be like closest to the whole, you know. Gotcha. Which, yeah, just to curious. My understanding. I, I, mean, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but. Okay, yeah, because I, I didn't see it, you know, this season on there, and it hasn't been brought up much. I love that you, that there was a little bit more attention to, like, his RV dealership this season, more on the car stuff as well. Obviously, the stuff going on with Wahlburgers going into the high V stores, which is a chain, obviously, I've never heard of. I'm not from yeah. the Midwest. I mean, the place, uh, I, I forgot uh, your boy that said it, you know, it's like the best grocery store you've ever been to on steroids. That stuff's yeah. great. So, I mean, it's opening up a lot of us that aren't in the in the Midwest states to, you know, things to look forward to, like these chains that you wouldn't normally sure. think of and stuff like that as well. Is there a plan uh, to do maybe a blooper episode? And if so, I would love to see more of Mark watching Abraham answer uh, play and, and and win the PGA title. He, his reactions and everything in the Zoom and you know, like that had to be so fun to just watch and edit. And it, there has to be way more of that. <laughs> um, yes. First of all, that was hilarious, and that's what Mark does. I, I've been over his house when he's watching a football game. Yeah. Or uh, you know, and they got like guys lining up for like a field goal to win it, and yeah. he's like, Ninja, bubba, like trying to like <laughs> like like you know, jinx them or like. Yeah, like he's actually gonna make him, and he really thinks like he does. He's like, I did it. I'm the one. I got it. Yep. Yeah, yep. He's, he's as superstitious as, as all the rest of us when it comes to our sports team. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't know if this could actually make the podcast. I'll find out. But this is interesting. Very interesting. We tried to license some of the footage of the match from from uh, the PGA. Yeah. But they wouldn't do it because he ended up going to the LIV League. Yes, oh, and they were like, yeah. "We're not going to let you. Cannot license any of this footage." Yeah. It was like, like you know, so it was a weird situation. So now it's just all Mark reacting. But we had it cut in a way where you could see the match, and then it would cut back to Mark and so okay. forth. But we couldn't. They wouldn't allow us to license that footage. Gotcha. Interesting. Gotcha. His his yeah. reactions are one of a kind. Because I'm the same way. I I remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. This a friend of mine sat next to me who didn't sit next to me the entire game. And then the Eagles started losing. I was like, you need to move. You need to get away from me. Like, oh, yeah, you're bad luck. You're a jinx. I, uh, I broke up with a girlfriend <laughs> back in college. I went to Syracuse and she came in. We we're up by six against North Carolina in like the tournament. And we ended up like eight in a row. And she sat there. I was like, how, what's, how's it going on? What's going on? They lost by two points. And literally, like, I broke over there like a week later. <laughs> it's good to you. It's bad. It's bad. I am that guy. Early but, feedback. Obviously, you, you put out all 10 episodes last Thursday. Right. Early feedback, really, really good. Do we think there's going to be a season three or is it too early to tell? I don't know. I will be very uh, honest with you. The because there's now a merger. I don't know if you guys are aware, but like so, HBO yeah. Max merged Discovery. with Discovery Plus, right? So now there's a lot of you know how they decide what shows you're moving forward with, and so there's like a big sort of analytical yeah. thing that they do. So I don't know, but I will promise you this: 
knowing Mark, if there is no Wall Street season three, there'll be another show something that that showcases Mark doing whatever he wants us to showcase. You know, because he thinks it. You know, it's a valuable tool. You know, not only for people watching, but for him, it's like you you see to be able to document like how you do things and how you run things, and you're able to look back at it. It's really like you know, fascinating, I think. And so I know Mark really enjoys that aspect of it. And so, yeah, I, there will be some content out. Uh, that's, that's yeah. Because again, the last spoiler alert, and this is a big spoiler alert. This sh- the season ends with Mark moving to Las Vegas. This is a major spoiler. And so clearly we want to document that, right? Like now Mark in Vegas, we just have to, you know, Selling that, you know what? That's funny because Harry said, I think we when Harry was on the show a couple of months ago, yeah, that's when he or told ma- us his house was first up. For he sale. said that Mark was selling his house and it wasn't, you know, he couldn't yeah. afford it or whatever. <laughs> well, that Harry thinking, couldn't afford it. <laughs> my, my initial pitch, which I'm sure Mark and everyone will, uh, you know, give me shit for, but Viva Mark Vegas. <laughs> Did, okay. did, Lev, did Lev already <laughs> shoot that one down? Lev is like, that's so corny, Harchie. I'm like, I love it. I'm full of dad jokes, you know? <laughs> I mean, if the guy's living in Vegas, I mean, that's obviously its own its own situation. That That's awesome. How big of a gap was there? I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, when we first had you on, how big of a gap was there between when I season think- one came out and season two? I want to say it's like 12 to 14 months, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, Maybe even a little longer. So you started immediately almost on season two, right? Because season one was so successful. Yeah, we started shooting. St- well, the thing is, we just document stuff now for Mark. So we'll be like, hey, come, let's get a crew. I'm doing this thing. We just film it even for not like Wall Street. Sure. Just like, okay. let's. I want you guys to come out because it could be something. Not all the time, you know, but sometimes they'll do things is like, yeah, let's definitely get a crew out there or at least have one shooter come or my, uh, Mike Freeze is a great producer that works at uh, Unrealistic Ideas. Great guy. He's a close friend of Mark's too. And his sons are the card boys. So Mike's yeah. sons and, and, and Mark's sons are card boys. And you see Mike is now a character mm-hmm. in season two as well. And you get to see him as a dad and stuff. He's, he's, he's a great guy. And he actually is end up moving to Vegas too. Oh, so wow. now Mike is our, you know, boots on the ground when we need stuff to be filmed with Mark's like, Hey Mike, go out, get it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it covered. And now we have a satellite office in Vegas. So, um, we'll be doing, you know, more production stuff through in Vegas and, and there you go. Hey, Ari Gold said it, Ari Gold <laughs> said it, right? Strip clubs, whorehouses, brothels, honey, I go where the talent's at, right? That's, <laughs> so that, that's what it is. Um, okay. So, you know, we, we want to know about you too archie yeah. what what's uh what's going on what's going on with unrealistic ideas i know you guys are always working on a lot of things that you can't talk about is there right. some stuff that you can talk about sprinkle it in right there's one awesome show that i can't talk about but i'll tease you with which is <laughs> we're really excited about because it's uh most of the stuff that we do is like documentary films like mcmillions or like limited series or like wall street like a docu-series but we have a, f- a true cooking format that it's just going to turn the entire cooking format on its head. It's really like next level. I can't even describe it. And it's we're really excited because that's like 
the first big format um, that we're what we've sold at the company. Um, I could tell you guys offline about that, but I can't yeah. say. Actually, yeah, I don't know if I could tell you offline, but yeah. NDAs up the wazoo. But so, um, just to be clear, we're talking about like cooking. Yeah, like a cooking, like like Top Chef or love it, you know, love it, love it, I love it, you know. But like next level, like never been done. Very breaking out, like out of the box, like smashing the thinking outside the box, like smashing the box. It's really are you you shooting? Have shot or we're in in pre-production right now. We're bringing on the staff. We're planning to go uh, start filming in uh, December of this year shooting all through basically the spring of 2023 and then uh premiering either in december of 23 or january 2024 depending on the how the you know things slow up or you know speed up in production and post-production so you hear that everybody out there watching and listening we have a direct line (laughs) <laughs> to the guy that has the pulse on what sells. So if you got an idea, you bring it to me and Brian, we won't steal it, yeah. but we'll take it to Archie for you. You'll be the middleman. You'll be their that's agent. It. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Take, your, just take your cut. Take your cut. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He's on the pulse. Brian, what else you got? Man, that's it. Archie, we know you're busy as hell, brother. Yep. Uh, again, congrats on season two of Wall Street. Uh, I know Saba's going to get into it this weekend. Yeah, I am. I can't stop watching it just like season one. I'm just a, I'm just a huge fan of just seeing what makes people tick. And on top of that, behind the scenes stuff. Like even if I'm watching, you know, I'm watching House of the Dragon. After I get done watching that, I'm watching all the behind the scenes stuff that comes with it. And, uh, you know, this just firsthand and it's not just mark it's you it's harry and i'm really excited about the podcast so you know definitely you. let us know when it's going to come out we'll we'll pump the hell out of it we I'll, will pump the shit out of it. i'll I'm, actually I'm, send it to you guys before it drops you know uh, awesome you know, love to get yeah. your feedback to let me you know to, yeah. to yeah. before it drops but yeah that's yeah. Harry and I, uh, we had some fun doing that. Uh, Harry loves to talk. He loves. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's made. He's made for TV, man. But uh, and, and I guess his face is made for podcasts. No, <laughs> no he's a very handsome yeah, guy. No, we'll have, we'll yeah. have him on here in two weeks to talk about the women's yeah. line with Rihanna on there as well. Rihanna's been on the show a bunch of times, and she's you know she's like our, our West Coast extension now through. You know the connections we made with with you guys, and it's just yeah. fantastic. So we're looking yeah. forward. She's to it. great. We love Rihanna. We actually had a a, 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 a premiere party that uh-huh. we threw at Unrealistic Ideas, where they showcased all of their Muni's new women's line. It was a good. It was a fun thing where we had. It was so surreal because it was so many of the Unrealistic Ideas people yeah. meeting the municipal people for the first time. Because really, if you think about it, the show started during the pandemic. Right. So never uh-huh. met any of those people face to face. Harry and I have met each other, but so many of those people at Municipal, I had never met in person. I just seen them, you know, on yeah. in the edit room, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up earlier, too, because one of my questions was going to be, when do we get to see you and Harry interact? And now we get a podcast, so hopefully more to come. Yeah. Who knows? Might get the Harry and Archie show. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of things coming your way, so. <laughs> Looking never forward know. to it. You never know. I appreciate it. Um, Archie, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, brother. Of course. Great to talk to you guys as always. All right, right. you too, man. We'll see you soon, brother. Okay, bye-bye. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs and Red Cinemas for all your cinematic adventures here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Be sure to like, subscribe, follow on all social media and podcast platforms. We appreciate the love and support, and uh, we will catch you next time. 
Peace. Peace. Yeah. Victory. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.